So like New York is kind of crushing it at COVID right now. I don't even if that's like a thing. If you can like crush it at being better at fighting off a pandemic. Welcome to Sup Babe, your one-stop shop for stories, trends, and PSAs so you can live your best life. I'm your host, DJ Rosé, but you can call me Nicole. I'm a serial entrepreneur, fashion lover, and music addict. I'm like Cher from Clueless, but with a little more brains and a little less blonde. I'm your co-host today. You can call me Marshall. I'm a former banker, current content creator, and sports fanatic. I'm like Kendall Roy from Succession, but I've got my life a little bit more together. (laughs) I love that one. Guys, today on the show, we're chatting about where you should hide out for phase two of the pandemic, not phase two of reopening, phase two of lockdown. Sup, babe? Welcome to the show, Marshall. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's nice to hear and to see you. I always love seeing your face. You're one of my favorite people to talk to, so I'm super excited that you agreed to come back on to Sub Babe because I think our squad like wants more of you, or that was very clear in the reviews. I want more of you. Is that? I guess that's not the point. <laughs> I won't tell your girlfriend. <laughs> How are you? What's going on? I'm groovy. I um I just wrapped up another podcast recording with a super cool podcaster, which I'm pumped about. And I'm like, I've really been thinking a lot about just like where I'm going to be spending the next like six months to a year of my life. That's all we talk about here. I'm very <laughs> serious. That is, we I talk about it morning, noon and night with my parents. I talk about it with my girlfriend, Madison. It is constant. We are, and right now we're, we're finally planned through the next six weeks, but we are going to be in four different locations, none of which are New York City. Wait, so you're like jet setting to multiple different locations over the next couple of weeks? If by jet setting you mean driving my car that is still here from high school all over the <laughs> eastern seaboard, then that is exactly what we're doing, jet setting. <laughs> So road trips are in for 2020. We've covered this already on Sub Babe. They're like trending now. All the celebrities are doing them. You might as well just get it yourself an RV. Uh, we we have talked about a Winnebago, um, but we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of beach. We're gonna do a little bit of Maine because um, I've always oh, cool. wanted to live there for a while. So we are get, we got a house for a couple weeks. Um, but I don't think Airbnb gonna, or what? Um, Airbnb. Uh, I I actually am using a credit for my canceled trip. Smart. Airbnb is like thriving right now. Was it hard to even like get a booking that was good? It's crazy. They they took a huge dip, had a really, really hard spring, obviously, but now every everybody's on our page right now. Um I, I think that this this moving thing is a very, very real trend. And um I've got some stats here to back it up. Yeah, I I saw that. I'm super impressed. Um, Yeah, guys, so we thought, considering that we can't stop thinking about where the hell we're going to be during the rest of a possible phase two of lockdown, that you're probably thinking about it too. And guess what? Turns out you are. A recent study from Axios suggested that one third of Americans are considering moving right now. What do you got, Marshall? Uh, I saw that stat. I also saw that the the Pew Research Center did a survey of about 10,000 people and that 20% of people have themselves or know someone within their immediate family or group of friends that has moved. So the, these are people that have already made the decision to 
pick up and move, break a lease, not renew, and try somewhere different. Yeah, I have a number of friends that have moved back home and put their things in storage or moved to LA. Like, I feel like you're seeing a lot of New Yorkers like that were on the fence about doing the LA dip, and they're just like, they're there already. Like, they're sold, they're moving, they rented a new place. I think that the, the interesting thing is this is historically um, a very real trend uh, that that this isn't the first time that major migrations within our country have happened due to like external factors. So World War II drove people across our Great Plains when refugees came home because it was too expensive for them to leave, live on the eastern seaboard. And very similarly now, people are just finding that they don't want to sit in the throes of an economic cycle where they might not be able to make their next rent payment. And I certainly found myself in that camp of thinking, I don't know when this is going to bounce back. So why not go back to North Carolina to my parents' house where I don't pay any rent until I figure this thing out? So Marshall, did you actually like move out of your apartment or sublet it or what? I moved out of my apartment. I'd lived there for six and a half years. Um, oh my God. And I, yep, I ended my lease a little bit early and uh, my girlfriend Madison also ended her lease early. We're moving her out this coming Monday and then we're going to be technically homeless. We're doing... Two weeks at the beach, we're going to do a week in Knoxville on a lake in Knoxville, and then Maine for two weeks, um, all a mix of Airbnb and and friends' houses that have been super careful about quarantine. But we just wanted to try something new, and and you, you put it the right way at the beginning of this podcast, which this is phase two. Everybody's been somewhere for a few months, but now the stir craziness has set in, and you got to really right. figure out where you can see yourself through the end of the year. For sure. I think I'm having that same dilemma that, see, my situation is different than you. I'm actually thinking, okay, I'm in Ohio. So Ohio is like a cusp state. It's doing okay. But like now my friends that are in New York are actually being able to kind of live a life again. And New York is only having like in between five and 700 cases a day. I think you told me that they actually had their first day of no COVID deaths recently. So, like, New York is kind of crushing it at COVID right now. I don't even if that's, like, a thing. If you can, like, crush it at being better at fighting off a pandemic. I mean, I guess you can, right? Look at uh, basically everywhere else in the world. <laughs> well, I, I think I think that you're, you're, you're exactly right, ex- except for I think that the people that are, like, our age a little bit and then, like, the age bracket a little bit younger than us that are maybe just thinking about moving to New York City, they don't think about it the same way that we do. I think that they're really focused on – What's my, you know, what's my continued cost of living? Um, is my job going to be the one that gets cut in the next pandemic or major yep. economic cycle? And so even though New York's getting better, it, is that really where you want to wait out the next pandemic? God forbid. Yeah. No, I mean, you like, honestly, you have such a good point there. Because for me, too, I have a lot of things to consider, just like you and Madison, like, I'm a DJ, right? Like, that's my primary gig. That's 90% of my income. And who the fuck knows when I'm going to be DJing again? Like, not me, you know? Um, good, I'm having really events for the end of September canceled. Like, I had a show in Vegas in the end of September. It was moved to February. Um, I have two other events, like September, October, that I'm waiting to see where they shake out. And then I think that will tell me a lot more about the future. Those events are in New York, right? But I can always go up temporarily, do an Airbnb, or stay with a friend, 
and then, you know, hide out in Ohio if it seems a little safer and more chill here. So I guess one thing to consider, guys, if you are also having some of the same thoughts as Marshall and I is, you know, there's a couple of factors, right? So case numbers and quality of life. So if you want to gauge your risk of coming into contact with infected people, you need to really look at two specific indicators. So that's the percentage of tests that are positive and the trend in overall case rates. So 5% or lower is okay, but 2% is like great. So if a state's positive test rates are too high, that may mean that they're only testing really sick people and not the larger community. And that would be a red flag, right? So I, I mean, I'm just also learning this for the first time as I'm thinking about where I want to be and, you know, lockdown phase two, Johns Hopkins actually updates rates by each state daily. Um, and if a positivity rate is too high, you know, I think that means that they're really only testing super, super sick people. So then you can expect that the infection rate is a lot higher and your risk of going about your daily business there is going to be greater. You know what I mean? I think you're, I think you're exactly right, but I, I want to ask you the personal question. I, I'm, I'm looking at a list here of states where that rate is as low as you want it to be. So you've got New York, Connecticut, Maine, Hawaii, Vermont, um, D.C., which is not a state, but it should be. That's a, politi- that's a political statement. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Ill- um, Illinois, I just consider Alaska. it a state. <laughs> well, you know that they just voted on that in the House of Representatives last week, and it passed for, for D.C. to become a state. That is a real thing that is happening in our world right now. Okay, um, so I was just manifesting that you here were, in my notes. You were manifesting <laughs> something that should happen into a real reality, and I absolutely love that. Tell me where you look at the, like, you look at the map and you spin the globe. Where does DJ Rosé want to be? So, okay, so I'm conflicted on that because I'm not just the person who goes with my heart. I also think with my head, right? So, mm-hmm. like realistically, like if I was going to move, I've thought about Miami, I've thought about LA, I've like, I mean, those are cities that I could actually see myself setting up a little DJ Rosé lifestyle in. But none of those cities are a good place to be right now, in my opinion, right? Because if you're looking at the research, and you're thinking about what places are having an increase in daily cases, you know, at a pretty stark rate, then those are not the right places to go. The good ones are what you mentioned. And so some cities, I mean, the cities that I could think of in the quote unquote safe states with low positivity rates are New York City, Greenwich, Burlington. I don't know if you've ever been to Burlington. I absolutely have. It's beautiful. Okay, it's beautiful, and there's some good food. Stowe, uh, which is very chill for a vacation, but certainly you couldn't, I don't know, maybe you could, but I don't think I could live there. There probably will not be any DJ Rosé sets going on there. (laughs) Not enough of a party vibe. Definitely in 2020, maybe not ever. There's Chicago. Chicago, though, is a big city with a low uh, positivity rate, so they're testing a lot of people, and not a ton of people are turning out positive for COVID. Um, you can literally look up this information, guys. This is kind of a cool resource if you're dealing with some of the same questions that Marshall and I are on covidactnow.org. It'll tell you the infection rate of any place you want to go. Like even if you're just planning a vacation, you can even check to see how many ICU beds are available. It's like kind of a good question, right? I think it definitely is. I think my my, my suggestion for people is a, a couple of things. One, do it. If you have the opportunity to stop paying your rent and to go try somewhere new that you maybe wouldn't have otherwise, definitely do it. 
invest the time to make sure that wherever you decide to stay is going to be COVID clean. The last thing that you want to do is to become a bomb yourself where you don't know that you're sick. You're not going to show any symptoms because you're young and generally healthy. And then you go to a friend's house and then another friend's house. You need to continue to wear your mask. You need to continue to consider getting tested um, as you sort of move from place to place. But go do it because why not? That's what I feel like. That's why I'm kind of, I mean, so I have lived in New York for 11 years. Like before leaving for COVID, I've been there for 11 years. Never have I ever left except for like a week. And most of the times that I left were work or to go to Europe, right? Like weddings in Europe or like I did a Japan trip. You're so chic. I mean, I'm not even trying to be, but like, you know, a (laughs) case. like once a year okay stop making fun of me once a year dj rose takes a personal trip okay so like i think you know if you're if you're really interested in getting out if you've been in new york or in a different city for like a decade now is a good opportunity to just kind of go with the wind because think about the factors like almost everybody can actually work from wherever right now like all the big companies google facebook Amazon, right? Microsoft. A lot of these companies haven't mandated that employees have to come back in until 2021. So like if you ever wanted to try on another city, now's like a really good time minus the fact that you're not going to get the full experience. Can I give you two more quick statistics that fall into the same realm that I, I have up on my phone? Do you mind? I, I would love, I, I mean, anybody who listens to Sub Babe knows that we love stats on the show. So hit us. Oh, okay, number one, New York City, Chicago, which you mentioned, New York City and Chicago both are in the you know greenish zone right now. And LA, which is definitely in the red zone. Right. Um, the, those are the three biggest metropolitan areas in our country. More people are moving away permanently than ever before. New York is having an exodus. Or you're saying LA is also having an exodus. New York, Chicago, and LA all each individually and collectively are having the most people leave on a semi and and fully permanent basis than in the history of them being the three biggest metropolitan areas in the United States. So that's that's like a, a big crazy fact. So people are thinking about not just where do I wait out COVID? But where am I going to move to? And then the second thing that backs that backs, backs that up, which is home mortgage origination. So these are people going out and buying houses and taking out their mortgage. Um, this is a statistic that during COVID, when we have historically high unemployment, you'd expect to be really, really low. Um, in gateway cities like Raleigh, Savannah, Austin, Denver, and Baltimore, that number is flat and up. That means that people are moving to those cities and not just moving for a second. They're buying houses because they're done with those big cities. So yeah, I mean, the New York Times did a big piece on that where they interviewed like 10 different people with various different perspectives, right? People who had been in the city for five decades, people who had a family with young children in the city, and everybody really had a different perspective. But I think you're just seeing a mass exodus to the burbs, too. It's like, I think people are, and maybe they're not so much fleeing these big cities, but, you know, being in a big city during a pandemic definitely has more risk just by nature of daily life. It just, it it makes, it makes you think, it makes you think about like, you know, this, the space that you exist in and, and the, and the value of it. I, I was someone that spent plus dollars on a studio apartment. I don't mind sharing a little personal information. And that's a lot of money for 550 square feet. Of course it is. My 550 square foot unit was So I fucking hear you, Ah. which is outrageous, right? Because like my bedroom here, plus the bathroom, plus the loft area is bigger than that. And it's free. (laughs) Man, you're you're absolutely telling me. Um, I'm back living the high school dream. (laughs) 
uh, I, maybe we we can we can wrap it up here. But where would you suggest? And you don't have to you don't have to go yourself. But where where would you be most excited to go spend a few weeks in a, in a good Airbnb in our great nation? Okay, so I mean, in reality, I'm going to Naples for a bit to see friends. It's totally very safe. Everybody's taking COVID tests. We're we're not um, doing commercial plane travel. It's very, very safe. And then we're doing Bahamas for like a hot minute, like 10 days. Um, that is not where I would recommend going, right? Because Na- Florida, especially Naples, is like a- an absolute hotspot. So we will be sitting inside of the house, not touching an outside object. Um, but I think, you know, what I think is interesting is there was, you know, Business Insider puts out a list every year of top places to live. And this year they took into consideration COVID as well as quality of life and value for your dollar. And they talked about Austin and Denver. And I think those are like awesome cities. I just, you know, I mean, I guess I just, I had dreams of LA though, or Miami. And I mean, those aren't a reality in the middle of a pandemic, in my opinion. I completely agree with you. I think, I think Austin and Denver for what you get to do there and like the outdoor dining options. And like, you think about what you, the fun things that we do during COVID, which are like, go on long walks. I know that you love walking. Like I love walking. Um, I track my step count daily. Babe. I'm crazy about closing <laughs> out those rings. I'm crazy about closing the rings. Um, I think Denver and Austin are great for those things. And there's great places to sit outside. People are still going to Red Rocks outside of Denver and like doing the steps and doing yoga outside. And they're doing drive-in movies. I think those are great options. And I think for myself that come September, if things um, aren't looking any better uh, or have not shifted significantly, you're going to catch me in Denver. Well, either way, I'm not that concerned because we've been virtual friends this whole time. And so, like, I know that our bond is strong. Oh, we're virtual best friends. We're virtual besties. All right. That's way too sappy for sub babes. So we're going to sign off here. Thank you so much for coming on today, Marshall. You're a pleasure. Um, guys, if you loved what you heard today, please subscribe. Hit five stars. You can add us on Instagram at DJ Nicole Rose, at sup babe pod, and at what to do with Marshall. We hope we brightened your day, but that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays in the morning to Sup Babe, your one-stop shop for living your best life. XOXO. XOXO.